young boy drowned here? He wasn't a very good swimmer. The counselors weren't paying attention. He should have been watched every minute. You see, he was my son. His name was Jason. And today is his birthday. everybody welcome to dissect that film where we dissect your favorite films film franchises and tv today is episode 88 of the podcast and it's friday the 13th which means we're taking a little break from the franchise that we're covering right now and we decided we're gonna hop into a friday the 13th film now if you've been listening to our show for a while you know that we have covered this entire franchise in one episode where we went through the entire thing all 11 films and we talked about them in a you know we we talked about them a little bit and then we would rank them but today we are talking about one movie we're going through the whole thing like we usually do and today we are talking about the final friday the 13th movie that has come out uh 14 years since we've gotten one but this was the last one the uh 2009 remake so far just yeah so far entitled Sorry. friday the 13th I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me as always, the wonderful Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Hello. Hey, come on down. So Friday the 13th from 2009. What do you remember the first time you ever saw this one? This version of the movie? I know we've we've talked it. We talked about it a little bit when we did our full retrospective of the franchise. But let's refresh my memory because it's terrible. Uh, What was your first you know, I don't care who goes first, of course. But what was your experience with uh, with this movie? Since you have the shirt on, you should go first. Okay. Uh, You're more qualified than the rest of us. Movie night um, last year. Yeah. Right? Before we covered this, actually. I'm pretty sure. Is before we ended up doing our breakdown. Yeah, we did um, a movie series night. breakdown. In the Discord. Yeah. In our Discord. It was like, what's... Whatever we did this episode a little bit before that that big yeah, breakout series was a little before. Yeah, because I remember you guys. I mean, I I joined. That was the probably the last time I ever joined your guys' Discord night because I can never get time to do it. But um, so yeah, I, don't do it but anymore. you guys you guys <laughs> literally went through like a lot of those those movies and they were a lot of fun uh, to go through. But I think I missed when yeah. you guys watched this one. Yeah, we did it for um, Halloween. I'm pretty sure it was we were doing last year. Um. Well, not, not, no, not this past Halloween. No, was the last year, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So, 2021. Yeah. Yeah, because when. Not, did, not this year. Because I think, when, when was Friday? 2023. We, uh, Friday the 13th last year was in May? So it's been And it was been only one. Yeah. It was good, was sad. Because there was, was only one. It was a good time. Yeah, we enjoy watching. I love watching these movies. I don't give a fuck. Even, well, I mean, I can most just, of them. I can watch them all over and over. No. Uh, some of them, maybe not. <laughs> Some of them, maybe maybe not every single one of them, but yeah, majority of them, I can I can just watch them over and over. This one, I can watch it over and over. Oh, it's it's it it has 
it has the rewatchability. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's digging. He's digging. <laughs> no, keep anyway, talking. Sorry, uh, I had to grab something. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, no, I, I keep, you, know, you keep going. I keep. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. I mean, has, the kills are great. Uh, Jason's great. Um, it's just when I kill Trent, but you know that's neither here nor there. He's the one that I hate the most. There's always oh. that one character that you have to not like. Oh, we'll talk. We'll talk a lot about our good old boy Trent. He's, he's definitely that one. Probably the greatest dialogue in cinematic history that comes out of that guy. <laughs> yes, so yes, fucking awkward. He's weird dog. Oh man. We we did we had a, a couple comments about some of the things he said. So, but yeah, loved it. Oh yeah, same with the 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 hurt, of course. I'm not going to reiterate, but God, first time viewing it, same as hers. Uh, one of our friends really pushed to watch it, watch it too. So, yeah, it was. But no, it was, it was very highly recommended, and of course, from yourself and from uh, another gentleman. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. It's, it's, we, we talked about, we covered the series. It's one of my favorites. It's up there. I mean, it's one of the best Friday the 13th movies, I think. Uh, is a top three ish? I think we figured it somewhere in there. I can't remember our rankings. I don't remember. But anyway, go back and watch the watch the video, listen to the episode, find it, and you'll 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 hear it. Anyway, um, good stuff. I love Jason. In this he's just the the awesome, unstoppable monster kind of thing. Except he's not undead. I mean, whatever. He's he's just a regular person. I like the little changes they did to his character. I actually had a thought of an interesting idea. We'll talk about later if I remember about how I would do if they re did, a, did a reboot. How I think they could do it slightly differently. Not a comment on this movie. I think this movie did it really well. And, uh, yeah, I, I I like the main characters. The main, like, three characters in this movie. <laughs> the rest of them are just disposable fuckheads. But they're, they're not even, like, they're not even, like, old slasher movie, just, like, blatant, like, just... They are like, I guess, like throw disposable fuckheads to be killed and be body, you know, fodder for Jason. But I don't know. It seemed like there was just like they just the slightly better quality of them in this movie. Like I don't know if I just I hated them, but I don't know if I hated them more or it's just like maybe it was just how well the film was shot and some of the scenes and I, I don't know. I definitely wouldn't want Jason popping up behind me like he does to some people in this movie. Like fuck that dude. That actually happens a lot. Now that I yeah. think about that, he just like. Shows up behind people. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. I just wanted him to lean over at one point and be like, this is my swamp. Because <laughs> that's what it felt. I was like, okay. It's a live-action yeah. Shrek horror movie, which I wouldn't yeah. be surprised when that gets yeah. made. Yes. <laughs> at some point in Give time. time. It'll, be just, it'll be named, this is my swamp. <laughs> Shrek is love, Shrek is life. That's what it'll be. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord anyway, I'm, I'm getting off course it's a great movie I like the guy that portrayed it the, effect, the, the kills are awesome I didn't really notice a lot of CG because I, I actually don't know if any was, if there was really much CG uh, maybe some kills CG blood or maybe but whatever. I didn't notice it but the movie's darker so you, if you did you don't really notice it but yeah. I, did, I thought they did a great job the kills were cool uh, yeah good stuff a few decent songs <clears throat> Could, a lot of titties. Oh my! Did you guys so watch the many. killer cut? I, I the killer cut. This one is this one. This that's got to be the one with where he folds the book out and you get the bad shot, right? We, we watched what? whatever was off of um yeah because uh, it's prime. It's when the dude pulls out the hustler, 
And you oh, get the shot yes, of, we you get do. The shot of the roast beef sandwich. Yeah, we do. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're right. I don't need fish. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> Yes, thank you. I got it. Um, <laughs> that's the one, because I was like, you can't, nor I mean, they don't normally, like, you'll see, sometimes see, like, a woman or a male front, full frontal, but they don't really show, like, close-ups of that. It's not really something they do in, like, R-rated films. So I thought the one we watch had to have been the killer cut, I'm assuming. But I think this was like, it wasn't as much, well, I think it was close to like almost part five, like titty count, because there was a lot, was that part three? No, Which part, one had the... Part five was the sleazy one. Yeah, it was close to that, dude. It was like up there. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's it. Great movie, though. And it doesn't, no, it could have done, even if it didn't have titties, it would have been a great movie. Yeah, they didn't need to be there. Okay. I'm going to drink my fucking bike cup juice, so... So I have the uh, the differences in the theatrical cut and the killer cut, which I watched the killer cut, okay. which is nine, almost 10 minutes longer than the theatrical That's cut. And we'll get to, because I, I, I don't know what version you guys watch, so I don't know, like, yeah. I, I might get to a note and you guys be like, I don't remember that. So we'll that'll, that'll that. explain it for us. I will explain, that'll, yeah, that'll explain the whole thing. So my... I, I, I don't think I saw this in theaters. Actually, I don't think I saw any of the remakes in theaters. I didn't. I might have seen Nightmare on Elm Street because it was my favorite franchise growing up uh, when it came to the horror the horror genre. Um, so, but I don't. If Friday the Thirteenth was always that franchise that was like lesser to me. Like it didn't. Sure. It didn't live up to like Halloween or Child's Play or or Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but. I remember seeing this movie when it came out on DVD and just it blew my mind. I was like, this is the most terrifying Jason I've ever seen. And, you know, I've gone through the entire franchise at that point. You know, just I also was very disappointed in the way they portrayed Jason in Freddy versus Jason. Yes. So I was very like, well, if we're going to get a Jason like that, I'm really not that excited about it. But this Jason is completely different. He's awesome. And of course, the if you're making a Friday the 13th movie, you got to have obnoxious teenager, you know, tw early 20-year-olds. In this case, most of these people were 30s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe it. <laughs> you got to have, you know, the nudity because it's it's just kind of par of the course for this franchise. And uh, you just have to have really bad dialogue, which this franchise oh. is full of. And I think that's one of those things that throws me off about this movie compared to others is I feel this movie could have been so much darker and a lot better if they wrote it with better dialogue and better characters. I'm like, I understand it's a Friday the 13th and you kind of want to keep that formula, but like, why change it up? Give, you know, you can, you changed how Jason is portrayed because this is a Jason that we really even though he's modeled after he's kind of a mold of the Jason's from two through four, because that's what this mo movie yeah. ultimately is, is just one through four kind of put in a blender. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the fact that he, this dude is sprinting full force, which we've seen Jason run before in other Friday movies, but it's not like this. This dude no. is on a mission. He is ruthless and it's not, I feel you know, as the Friday franchise had gone along, Jason was just killing to kill. There was no mission anymore where yeah, this movie yeah. is, you know, he witnesses a very traumatic event 
he goes through a very traumatic event. You know, of course, he's disfigured. He's not had a great life, and he's got to survive. And I love the lore around this movie, the fact of, like, seeing people who know that he's there. Like, they know he's there. Like, just don't go there. Just leave him alone. That's yeah. all he wants. Like the, like the locals. like you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, I do like the fact of it's not just campers going to, oh, we're just going to go to the old Camp Crystal Lake to go camp. Yes. It's like they have a, a, a goal in mind, and unfortunately they run into him. Yeah. Well, they Unfortunately, the, the characters who are involved in this whole thing are all annoying and terrible, except for oh, maybe yeah, the I exception of one or two. But that's I like three of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I say I like, that two, I like two from our first group of of people we see, and then I would say maybe one or two from the second group we see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, okay, okay, I agree. agree. I'll give you two from the first group. I was, I know you. I've got an idea. I'm curious who you think when we get to it, but. Yeah, but ultimately, oh, I oh, I just I just really enjoyed this movie. I I really like Marcus Nispel's work. You know the the job he did on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, which was the thing I was going to grab because I fucking love oh, this movie. I love that movie. I yes. love this movie. It's so good, dude. And when I saw that the same director was going to be doing Friday the Thirteenth, I was like, well, I mean, I have to watch it. I have to oh, absolutely. Have to watch and I, oh, think- I want to see. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm oh, sorry. I just, I just think he did a great job with it. And unfortunately, yeah. because of the, all the, the bullshit between Victor Miller and I think it's Sean Cunningham was yeah, the, the feud. Uh, that's why we never got a Friday the 13th sequel because there was supposed to be sequels to this Friday the 13th movie. But because never of all it. that, it, it all fell apart. But he's coming back, everybody, in the form of a prequel show on Peacock called Crystal Lake. Ooh. I'll probably watch it even though I don't watch very many series, but I'm not going in with very high hopes. Uh, it's so it's by the creator of the Hannibal show that was on NBC, which was a phenomenal show, uh, which that was a show I went in with very low expectations because it's like, OK, Mads Mikkelsen is being Hannibal. He looks nothing like Anthony Hopkins. He's he doesn't act like Anthony Hopkins. But man, that show was Okay, sorry, Dan. Go ahead. Thanks. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just one more thing. And you talked about. Uh, I, I, I know I've seen the guy, and I've heard he's the nicest motherfucker in the world. But the dude who portrays Jason in this movie, oh, Derek Mears, he, he did such a great job. Yes, as because, like you said, his sprinting, his body language is great. He's probably my second favorite Jason. The more I watch this movie, of course, I love Kane Hodder. But like, there's scenes in it where you talked about. You know, Jason just killing to be killing, but like now it's kind of a territorial thing. Like he just doesn't want people in there because of how it traumatized him as you know as right. a kid. Like people, he he just doesn't like people. But anyway, there's there's scenes in the movie where you can visibly see him getting angry about stuff that you don't really ever see in any other portrayal of Jason. Like you, he just you seem just physically you could tell like this dude's fucking pissed off. This you dude, know? I, don't be in his path. Yeah, like oh, yeah, there's a few times where he's just like knocking shit over because he's fucking mad, and I was like, yes, like because yeah. you know you've never seen that, and thank God he doesn't make noise. Wait, like like the part frust- nine, fr- the frustrated. Like, ooh, yeah, ooh. like he sounds like a gorilla under there. Yeah, don't don't just. He literally no. doesn't make a no a sound like nothing. It's fucking awesome. Dude. Nothing comes out of his mouth. There's no grunting. There's no like breathing. It's it's just eerily silent. It's fucking awesome. It's such a nice touch. Yeah. yeah. That's all I have. 
So, as I said, this movie was directed by Marcus Nispel, who uh, before the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake from 03 was actually his for, was his directorial debut. He was big into like the music video scene. And uh, he actually worked with the original cinematographer for the 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Daniel C. Pearl. Oh. So when he got the job, uh, pretty much Daniel was brought back. So crazy enough, people, a lot of people might not know, is that the cinematographer for the 74 and the 03 Texas Chainsaw Massacre are the same guy. So when people are complaining about the fact of like, it looks so different, uh, the way it looks, it's like, well, you could, the, the same guy did them. So there's really... <laughs> if, yeah, and if, styles change over time, but exactly. I didn't realize it was the same dude. Yeah, I do. I can't. I cannot. I know. I don't know when we're gonna get around to it, but I cannot wait till we cover that fucking movie. Oh, me too. It's I'd good. love to go through the entire franchise because the fact that they're all so different. Yeah, when it comes to the yes. Texas Chainsaw movies, we're like going through every single. Like, if we were to cover the entire franchise of Friday, like if we were to do our normal week by week of every movie, it's like some of them are just the same movie. It's really they really are so, <laughs> but Different yeah. Faces, that's right. So Marcus Nispel then gets the job for Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, Daniel C. Pearl comes on, so he is the cinematographer for this as well. He and his very first job in the the industry was the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So he's like horror at his roots. Yeah, I mean he Damn, did. That's cool. He's worked with, uh, like I say, he worked with Toby Hooper. He's worked with Joe Dante. Uh, he was worked with Nispel on four different occasions. Damn. So, and uh, he worked on The Boy, which was uh, that creepy doll movie that came out in 2016, where like a girl gets sent to watch over a doll that the parents try to leave as a kid. Mm. It's weird. Okay, I remember the trailers for that. Uh, he did uh, Alien vs. Predator Requiem, which I guess we could blame him for the reason that movie is so goddamn dark. That, I, that I, makes I mean, sense. I can't, I can't say fully that it's his fault. I haven't seen it since like about the time it came out. So maybe the Blu-ray looks better. I have no yeah. idea. But he also did a lot of cinematography for Michael Bay for music because Michael Bay was a music video guy mm-hmm. before he was a director as well. And uh, did you know Michael Bay directed I'd Do Anything for Love, but I won't do that by Meatloaf? Are did you, you know serious? he directed the music video for that? I didn't there- until about two minutes before this <laughs> episode started. Holy uh, fuck. What? That's crazy. And he says it's like one of the best things he's ever worked on. I so guess, man. I just like a Dr. Pepper when I think of that song. <laughs> Shit. So <laughs> this movie was written by Damien Shannon and Mark Swift, who also wrote Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, so that might be why we get some really terrible dialogue and really I shitty char- side characters. Uh, because to be honest, Freddy vs. Jason, one of the down... One of the, the the downfalls of that movie is just the fact that the characters are all uninteresting and just yep. garbage. Like when your final girl isn't that good, <laughs> it's poor writing in my opinion. But I still love okay. Freddy versus Jason because Robert Englund, <laughs> for one, that was his last go round as as Freddy. Um, even though I was kind of disappointed in Jason's portrayal and the weird. And I'm glad that their stupid decision they made in Freddy versus Jason were. Oh, uh, Jason's afraid of water. Why would he be afraid of water? They just got rid of that for this. That just made no fucking sense. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I don't know. Actually, in this movie, he doesn't go in water at all, does no, he? No, but I mean, I can guarantee he's not afraid of it. No, probably not. 
because he probably wouldn't have stood by the water at that one scene if that was mm-hmm. it. But and like I understand totally. Like I, that was my biggest grievance with that movie. And I know they had like give something to Freddie have something over him, which was stupid. But I still so love the movie dumb. too. Yeah. But this movie is like a considerable step up in in general quality of the film as opposed to that movie. Even yeah. though I agree, I love Robert Robert Eng- Robert England in him as a you know hookah smoking caterpillar. So. Yeah, that was a great part. <laughs> that happens. That's totally a thing. It was so good. Alice in Wonderland, baby. Uh, it was produced by Sean S. Cunningham, who was the original director of Friday the 13th. He was also a co-creator of the franchise. Uh, Michael Bay, Andrew Form, and Brad Fuller, who all make up Platinum Dunes, the production company behind all the, pretty much all the remakes that came out, You know, starting with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, or not, starting with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then Friday the 13th, and then he did. they did other ones, too. I don't remember the other remakes. There was a lot of them in the in that 2000s, the 2000s period. Yeah. And, uh, and then I think it ended with Friday, the Friday the 13th, or no, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, which came out a year after this one. Which, yeah, because I want to know. Which people, yeah. when they talk about horror remakes, Nightmare on Elm Street, people just despise that movie. Like, it is utter god like i remember seeing that movie in theaters and i remember seeing it even afterwards and i was like listen i understand it's not robert england it's somebody completely different i love jackie o'haley who plays freddie in that movie because he played rorschach and uh watchman and he's done a lot of he's played a lot of other great roles uh and he did his best he had to fill in the shoes of somebody who had been doing a character so flawlessly for 30 years yep so that's true goddamn break it wasn't that bad. It was bad, but not that bad. This movie stars Jared Padalecki. And if, I mean, if you're a, uh, a Supernatural fan, you know this guy. He's only been playing the same goddamn character on TV for like 20 years. What else did we watch? We covered recently he was in. I know him from Gilmore Girls. So. Yes, I remember him from Gilmore Girls, too. So we're like uh, original. Yes. Did we cover a movie with him? I kept thinking we did, or I watched it. I was like, it's the fucking guy. We might, you know, we might have. Let me, let me look through his IMDb or his uh, filmography real quick. So he was in. He's actually not in a lot. He was of in stuff. the House of Wax remake. That's that's about it. Maybe. And, I guess we did. and he's the new uh, Cordell Walker in, uh, you know, Walker, Texas Ranger. He is. Is he? Yeah. In the eyes of a ranger, man. Yep. Uh, this also stars Danielle Panabacker, Aaron Yo, who uh, it, would you uh, imagine this guy being the oldest of the entire cast other than Jared Padalecki? And is he? He was. Oh, no, he's yeah. actually the oldest cast member. He was born in 1978. He played a what? teenager. He played a teenager in Disturbia, yeah. which came out in 2007. He played a legit. He played Shia LaBeouf's friend, and I think Shia LaBeouf was born like ten years after this dude. That just shows how young this guy looked. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he was I also guess. in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which uh, the year after he was literally in like a cameo. He was on like a computer screen. Okay, uh, Amanda Rigetti, who plays Whitney. Uh, we got Travis Van Winkle, who plays our favorite character Trent, and then uh, fuck Dar- you, Travis. <laughs> 
We have uh, oh, also Aaron Yo's character in this was named Chewy, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Awesome name, right? Uh, We have Jonathan Sadowski as as Wade, another terrible character. Uh, Juliana Guol as Bree, who we get a lot of descriptions about uh, her body parts. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Very oddly. Terrible. We'll get to that. Ben Feldman as Richie. I reckon the only reason I recognize this guy after all the years of not seeing this movie was the fact that I would always see commercials for the show Superstore. You guys heard of the show? It's kind of like a, a like they work in like a makeshift Walmart type store, yeah. and it's like yep. the office. Uh, yeah, he he's in that show, and I kept see. I'm like, Where the fuck have I seen you from? <laughs> oh, he's in Cloverfield. Oh. Cool. I've seen that movie once and it's like this movie's t- terrible. Twice. Uh Arian Escarpeta as Lawrence. Was Lawrence the f- other friend? Like the one who was always with Chewy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Who was the guy? Never mind. I'm not gonna bring it to that one. But go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah. And uh yeah, I feel that's all the important yeah. characters of this. We had and then mm-hmm. Rich Richard Burgey as the sheriff, who we see in two scenes. And then I guess you could talk about all the other characters that were in the first group, but what's the one that got barbecued? That was I think that was Amanda. So America Alovi Alovo. She got put on the spigot. She was crispy. If you want to listen to a lot of behind the scenes stuff when it comes to this movie, go to Dead Meat on YouTube. He did uh, recounts on all the Friday the Thirteenth movies, and of course he recovered this one as well. So, which I literally watched right after I watched the movie to kind of get some behind the scenes. Information. Yeah, we did. We, we like literally bombed it out. Like right before this, we watched it. So like we had like twenty <laughs> minutes where you called us. Like we're gonna get this movie in. Yeah, worth it. Ten out of ten. This movie was uh, premiered at the Chi- Man's Chinese Theater in L.A. on February 9th, two thousand and nine, and then uh, released in the United States February thirteenth, two thousand nine. Because of course, it has to be released on a Friday the thirteenth. You got because we got two this year. Better step that shit up. Yeah, it runs at a beautiful 97 minutes. Absolutely. With a budget of $19 million and it grossed $92.7 million. And that is so why. Uh, and it got mixed reviews, of course, because it's a slasher, it's a horror movie. It's not going to get rave reviews and it's a remake. A lot of the. Uh, when it comes to the Friday the 13th remake, you have. It's kind of, to me, when I go on Twitter and I'm, you know, of course, being a movie podcast i most of my twitter is movie about movies and when anyone talks about the friday the 13th remake it's pretty much split down the middle you either have people who just don't like it at all or you have people who appreciate it as i do and as actually as we do yep so which is fine uh you know you can like a movie we don't like and we can dislike a movie you like you know, we're just not we'll going to dislike you. And the, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's just like just shame, shame, shame. <laughs> Poor shame. Block. But yeah, they are uh, non-believers. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm super. But I would have loved to see what they did next with this version of Jason, even yeah, though I, I feel like the end was kind of justified. But uh, the music was done by uh, Steve Jablonski. Who is he's done films for Michael Bay did uh scores for the transformers series. He did Texas chainsaw massacre. So he's worked with Marcus Nispel before he also did uh, the beginning, the Texas chainsaw, uh, the prequel to Texas chainsaw massacre. He, he did the nightmare in Elm streets remake. 
So he's worked alongside Michael Bay and his production company for a while. But yeah, that is all the behind the scenes and all the, the fun stuff. Now let's get to this damn plot. What do you say? Do it. Let's do, do this do thing. All right, this movie starts in black and white. I love how yeah. this, this, this all works out. On June 13th, 1980, Mrs. Voorhees, who is very drastically changed from what we remember her looking like, you know, with Betsy, the way Betsy Palmer looked. And of course, I, I don't know who the actress was who played her in um, uh, Freddy vs. Jason in that like opening scene, to which they got an actress who looked pretty similar to Betsy Palmer. Yeah. This woman looks nothing like them. Uh, but uh, yeah, she is chasing a camp counselor down to the 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 shore of the lake, and you know this it's the whole thing. It's the thing we all know. It's she's pissed. She's been killing all the counselors because they weren't paying attention, and her little boy drowned. But guess what? He didn't drown because he's over in the brush somewhere, just spying on the whole situation, and the camp counselor cuts off. Mrs. Voorhees' head. Camp Council it's runs. Like the original. Yeah, right? Camp Council runs off, and Jason goes up and finds her head, and then he picks up a locket, and then, bam, title card. God. Oh, shit. Oh, oh and, but the, the only thing I don't like about this opening is that this is where they're doing the, the opening credits, so it shows a, a part of the scene, and then it flashes to, like, a fucking title, and I'm like, why did we have to do that? Why couldn't you just show this opening scene, show the title card, and then show me the credits like an old school movie where they would just show all the credits with like cool music like they did in the old yep. with the old Friday the 13th where you have Harry Manfredini's <laughs> uh, score playing along with the really generic <laughs> titles that yeah. they just never got better with. But they're very jarring and I that's one thing I could not could not stand. We then shoot to, I guess, one thirty something years later, I don't remember if it says how many years later it was, but we are with a bunch of very annoying freaking people. I wouldn't say they're teenagers because none of them look like they're teenagers. They're young people, young, adults. and two of them, uh, Richie and Wade, are looking for a whole weed. field of weed, and that is the reasoning oh, behind them going to Camp Crystal Lake. But they don't know that it's camp crystal lake i think that just it's there it's because they're not like on the camp they're like the camp is like farther down because the other two find it later on but that is their whole purpose everybody else just thinks hey we're gonna go camping yeah it's just it's close enough though it's yeah. like right there but also like if my friends were just like hey so the real reason we're here is because we found a fuck ton of weed that'll make us a lot of money and i'd be like sold uh yeah <laughs> Let's go. So when they get to the campsite, well, want to start with some of the really garbage dialogue. Uh, so they're walking and Richie slaps his girlfriend's ass. And sh and then you get the really weird interaction where they're just like, oh, you like that, daddy? And I was just like, I don't like this. I want no, this like to the other stop. People the, the other people in the back are like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys yeah. just going to go run into the bush and just bone? Like, can we stop this? Why not? Yeah. You know, they get to the campsite, and Wade tells the story of Camp Crystal Lake. And the, yeah, he tells the whole story about the fact of what we see in the beginning of the movie. I don't really want to have to rehash everything. Yeah, the fact that Mrs. Voorhees 
did what she did. She died, but Jason wasn't dead. Ooh. And he's still out there taking out anyone who comes to the camp. It's like, well, well we're at the camp. So this is kind of weird. But the dialogue is just so bad. It's bad. <laughs> Literally. Richie. So Whitney, who is part of this group and her boyfriend, Mike, they're like, we're going to go for a walk. And at first you would think they're just going to go off and, and do it. Right. Because I feel this, how terrible all these characters are. That's what it's going to be. But you then find out that these characters are actually pretty decent. Uh, they're yeah. not terrible people. But you get left with the three worst people, which is Richie, uh, Wade, and then his gr- and then Richie's girlfriend Amanda, which I didn't know her name the entire movie until I just no, looked it up. No, and uh, I don't know if you got this version of the scene, but Wade is trying to talk to Richie about the whole weed thing, and Amanda unbuttons and exposes herself and oils. I'm like, am I watching softcore porn right now? Yeah, like, yeah, that, we got weird. that. We got that. This is wow. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's what my thought like, I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. Just, 18-year-old me was all about this scene. But right, but uh, I'm, I'm sitting here watching it with my wife. I'm like, okay. I'm just wondering like, why she's using cool. baby oil at night. Why does she just fucking have it? <laughs> why does she just camp in baby oil? <laughs> but it's the whole thing where like Richie is like mouthing things to her. It's like Wade doesn't realize that he's doing this. And then Wade, of course, turns around. And she has to hide herself. I'm like, you're already just full breast in it in front well, of him. What, yeah. Well, that's what I told. That's what he tells Wade. He's like, wait, he's like, you tell you that. What was his name? Richie, Richie tells Wade. He tells Wade. He's like, dude, you got to shut the fuck up. Tell you, tell me, tell somebody else your bullshit. You got to get out of here. You got to go. You gotta he literally go. tells him to leave. Like, you got to go. <laughs> And then he's like, he turns around and he sees her and he's like, oh, I'm going to bounce. Yeah, well, that's funny. God, that's, it, it, but like, that's why I told Andrew when we were talking about this. There's like, these movies just take everybody, take these characters, like the dumbest stereotypes and just crank them to 11. Oh, absolutely. Because you even get like the Schwartz joke before he walks yeah. away. And I was like, good luck to your Schwartz. Yeah. But Whitney and Mike, they go off and you find out that Whitney's mom is sick. And she takes care of her. Mike is actually, I guess, pretty close because he knows a lot of the information about the whole thing. And you're like, oh, these people aren't half bad. They just have really shitty friends. Still or, just really an- or just really annoying friends. Oh, yeah, he definitely just wants to sleep with her. But I mean, that's normal. So I mean, it's whatever. Right. It's how bros are. And the they butt. decide to go off to the camp. They, they, they go farther in, and that's when you find Camp Crystal Lake. But Wade when Wade wanders off from the whole situation that's about to occur, uh, he finds the weed and he's like, Jack pot. But then when he nuts hard, he's like, Oh, oh. he full on has an orgasm. hundred percent. He then finds somebody else though. Backhead Jason. And boy, is he terrified? He is like the, the, I do have to give props to the actor who plays Wade. Because his scared face, like his general like fear of seeing Jason, uh, yeah, he shit his pants. Oh, I was yeah, <laughs> just he's like, no, no, no. And then he's dead. Fucking deuced. So yeah, so Mike and Whitney they discover Camp Crystal Lake and they explore the house that's on the grounds. Oh, this is a very weird situation because it's like, is this? Did Mrs. Voorhees and Jason live at Camp Crystal Lake? 
Why does he have a bed that has his name on it? That's, that's I mean, I'm, so I'm assuming in this canal, uh, this uh, version timeline, that's probably where they did. They lived on the lake. But this is a, the was the house outside the camp. I'm a, it was probably close enough. They probably live close to the campgrounds because it's we have that here. We have people that have cabins close to campgrounds and resorts, and they're like right, right on them. So I mean, okay. it's I mean that it's makes that makes possible. a lot of sense. There's probably just with it close enough to the grounds where she probably sent him there every year and they, he probably just like walked to it because they were probably close enough. But when they go into the house, of course you find the eerie collection of counselor whistles hanging. Yes. That, is, was cool. that was kind of, that was eerie. And then they find <laughs> the locket. Mike finds the locket of uh, Mrs. Voorhees like, Oh, Whitney, look, it looks just like you. And it's like, Oh, well, there we go. Here's a setup for something. Uh. And of course, she takes it, and that's when they discover little, uh, discover little Jason's room, and it's like, oh, isn't that from the story that Wade was saying? And then, well, actually, shit doesn't go down yet. Rich, we then get back to Richie and Amanda as they're just going at each other in the tent. Oh and, yeah. And here's the thing: they're inside of a tent, and they're worried about Wade seeing them, but they're in the. Who fucking cares? What 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 are we doing here? Wait, Dude, stop why do you have a pervert. lamp on? Wait, stop yanking it out there. Who cares? He can't see you. He just sees a shadow. Get over yourself. Yeah, exactly. I was like, "Dude, turn the fucking lamp off." <laughs> just kill the silhouette. I just the fact where she's like, "Go, go take care of him. Like, go, t- go tell him to get the fuck out of here." And he's like, "I can't go out there with a boner." <laughs> so you ain't getting none until you do. And yeah, like, and I was like, "Oh my god, that fucking catch." He and he's coming back with one. No. He's just finding with it in the ear. <laughs> so Richie discovers or Richie goes out to find Wade. He discovers the weed, the same weed that Wade finds. But guess what? He also finds Wade's ear. Yeah, it just grow like that. Yeah, it's just like, hmm, that's a weird form of mushroom. <laughs> Should with I pick it? In him. With an earbud, yeah. Bud, yeah. Bud, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. he was listening to uh, Sister Christian. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't, can't, sing, can't sing too much of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and then he discovers Wade's body, and so he runs back. And when he runs back, he runs. His foot goes into a bear trap, and his oh. leg gets fucked up, man. Peels up oh, off it's uh. nasty. But then you see probably one of the best fucking kills in this franchise, and it always has to do with a sleeping bag in this franchise. But Amanda is inside the sleeping bag because you actually see Jason tear into the tent, take her out, but then it cuts away. And, uh, but she's hanging inside the sleeping bag over the fire. And she's covered in baby oil, by the way, so she's getting crispy. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Extra crispy. To the point where then she then falls out of the, uh, the sleeping bag and she's nice and charred. I like the whole, um, smoke coming out of her mouth. Yes. Yes, Very cool touch. And then uh, Mike and Whitney, they discover the Mrs. Voorhees Shrine, which is a sh- uh, a shout out to Friday Part 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but her head is in the wall. And to be honest, when I walk into an abandoned, scary looking house w- with a kid or with a name of a person that was in a legend that my friend just told me about yeah. two seconds ago. And I see a hole in the wall. I'm going to immediately just reach my hand in there. I mean, why not? Well. For personal experience, in my <laughs> youth, I used to 
invite myself into homes that people didn't necessarily live in anymore. So they weren't there to decline my offer. So <laughs> I have been in a few and I have at least have one good story for which I'm not telling today. And, um, but I don't recall doing that. Like, no. and I went into some old rundown homes. I don't remember like, oh, here's a hole in the wall. Let me just jut my hand into it over this yeah. nasty maybe, ass bathtub. Maybe I'll bring a flashlight. I'll shine it in that hole and see what's in there. And then I see, oh, that's a human head. I'm going to probably go tell somebody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they take the head out. They find out it's a head. They drop it. And, of course, that's like a dinner bell for the big man, the big sackhead man, as he just, for one, he has the sharpest machete known to oh man. Because this thing is cutting through the floorboards like it's butter. It's bridged as fuck, oh, too. It's like crazy. it doesn't end, or it's just like bah! I really love this scene though. The scene oh, is oh, is great. awesome where it's just you you don't see him. You're just seeing the, the machete coming through the floor. And at first Mike is dodging them all, but then he's just he gets it through the foot, he gets it through the leg a couple times. You're like, Is this the, the, oh the my hand? God. Yeah, through the yeah, hand. The you're like, Jesus. For the love of God. <laughs> when I first saw this though, no, when he gets um he gets the one through the foot and he's like face close to the floor, I'm like, he's gonna get it through the face. Oh, yeah. I was but sure. then they just draw it out and I'm like Mm. Well, I thought it was like, or strict to the rumpus or something. Yeah. Well, no, they can't do that. No, like I just I was for certain it was going through his face, but why not? They didn't fucking cannibal holocaust. I but I I like the <laughs> I know, I'm just the, the drawing it out. More. Oh, yeah, it was brutal, man. How long that scene got drawn out with him. Yeah. And then he literally uh so he backs so everything they think it's done and then it like busts through the floor and drags Mike down. I don't like though how like Mike is like spewing blood out of his mouth like he's being put through a fucking grinder. <laughs> like, well, whoa, I, what's I think happening? I think it's because he's fine until he gets so far in. He's probably at some point because he's fighting he's getting just out. He probably got him. stabbed at yeah, some point. Probably. Yeah. Just like hey, fucking let go, dude. Wait, wait, Come you on. Hear, hear him hit something when he goes through the floor, so I'm wondering if he didn't like skewer him. No. As he was pulling him down. Yeah, you, like, don't, I mean, you don't dude, see him, just... so I guess anything could have no. happened. It just looks yeah. goofy to me. It's like when you're going to spank your kid. They try to block it. You're like, God, you're just making it harder oh! for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We can't discuss that. <laughs> we just did. We just did, and I ain't cutting it out. I don't care. Yeah, um, fucking grown up, dude. Whitney Jesus. gets the fuck out of there. She runs back. Oh, the first thing she knows, she hears Richie screaming. But she's got to check on Amanda first, who clearly is just a uh, she's crispy. She's really like Jason. If I'm Jason, because, you know, Jason's eating these people, right? Like he's definitely he's got to eat. Right. So he's probably he's not on some people. You don't think he's going to eat any? You don't think he's a cannibal? No, I don't think no, so. I think he's got enough water between the between the, the the waters and, you know, the, there's obviously likely animals there. And, you know, there's people that live close by. He probably steals shit from. Him. He might eat people. I mean, he's a survivalist. Him. I mean, that's pretty much yeah. the whole gist of him in this. I, I, he could. He very well could. But I never got that impression. Sure Bird's got to eat. Yeah, yep. true. So she discovers Amanda's dead and then goes over to try to help Richie. But too late. Big man <laughs> comes in full force, full run and just sink. Perfectly in oh, the middle of Richie's head. Pain. And I just love Richie's head. Uh, uh, like his eyes just. <laughs> yeah, so, dude, I will say this. That now that you, I was thinking about this while we were talking about that. She goes and checks in Amanda. Amanda. I mean, Amanda goes and checks. Yeah, I mean, sorry. No, Whitney's her name. Her actress's name is Amanda. That's throwing me the fuck <laughs> off here. 
Whitney goes to check on Amanda first, and then Richie's screaming about it, and she, like, runs over to Richie. Richie, Richie, I don't know what the fuck you guys are into, but Amanda's only cooked on one side. <laughs> oh, God. Weird games these kids are into these days. So, yeah, so... But the, Rich- but the machete in the head is, is... It's just... Yeah, and then he puts... Like, he And then he, of course, kicks Richie... Like, he kicks it's Richie great. off of the, the machete. And uh, the actor who played Richie... He literally was talking about the fact of like he had a boot mark on his face for like the whole rest of the day. <laughs> yes. Oh. As one should. Yes. And then of course the most terrifying scene is Whitney is kind of like trying to get away. She's like backing up and Jason turns and then runs and does the full on swing and then that's when oh, it cuts. Dude, and you're like, awesome. and when you first first see this movie, you're like, well, that's just a that's the of course of course that's like the cold open to the movie, yep. and everybody's dead, right? You don't know anything oh, else, but that dead. is such a great scene. He just just shows how terrifying Jason is in this movie. Shows it shows the ending credit mm-hmm. scenes from Friday the Thirteenth on the NES. You and all your friends are dead. Game <laughs> over. Fuck. <laughs> we jumped to six weeks later. And we get to meet uh, another group of just wonderful people. people. Yeah, super likable <laughs> people. And they're heading to a cabin. Uh, they have to stop at a gas station, though, because they're going to get some snacks and some gas. And uh, I just hate all the interactions between these people because they're just other than they're terrible. <laughs> it's fucking is it, awful. Is it, it Jenna is Daniel Pennebacker's character, the one who helps. Uh, Je- yeah, yeah, Jenna. Yeah. Oh, she's Jenna. the only she's really oh. the only likable character of this group. She legit is, yeah. But yeah, all the interactions. You have knockoff Dak Shepard. Literally looks like a Dak oh, Shepard that they got out of. His, I was like, who does he look like? And I was like, yeah. They just got him off the value section. Oh, like, you got the actors that just look like Dak Shepard, like, but we right. need to talk about like lower on the pay grade here. We then get, uh, so they go into the convenience store or the general store, as you would call it. And you meet uh, Jared Padalecki's character's name, which uh, I don't remember his name. What was it? Clay. What? Clay Big Dick. Yeah, we yeah. got it. We meet Clay. He's looking for his sister. His sister's been missing for six weeks and they show the, the picture and you're like, ah, it's that girl. We've seen her you wanna, before. You want to know something really funny? What? Um, his the guy that you said was the knockoff Dax Shepard. Yeah. His wife was a former roommate of Kristen Bell, who was married to Dax <laughs> Shepard. <laughs> Irony. I was like, wow. Wait a minute. That's yeah, pretty funny. I, I, I pulled it up and that's in his bio. I was that's like, That's hilarious. Cool. That's hilarious. He was in Veronica. Yeah, he was in Veronica Mars with G.I. Joe Italian retaliation. I mean, nobody liked that fucking movie. No. No. You had half asleep Bruce Willis the whole time. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, so Ed Trent, who is just the worst, is a dick. He's like, Hey, uh, you 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 done yet? Like he's like, Oh, Sorry, I'm just trying to look for my sister. And pretty much Trent's like, I don't fucking care. I want to check out. And it's like, ah, I hate you so much. Trent. Do you know Seven that? Tra- do you know that uh, Travis Van Winkle played the same exact character in Transformers? Which one? The original? The first one, Shia LaBeouf. He was really? the douchebag 
who is who Megan Fox is with before you get to the scene where Megan Fox rides home with Shia LaBeouf. So like he drives the big Hummer. Oh shit. He played, but no, 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 Joe, he's in that movie. That's not the, the thing that's weird. He plays the same character. His name, his full name, the Trent, whatever his full name is. It's the same guy. So they're pretty much stating that Transformers and fucking Friday the 13th are in the same universe. Well, it is from this Michael, Michael Bay company. So, yeah. I mean, fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> oh, my God. Michael Bay just fucking, he's out of control. What if the boat they ride later is a Decepticon? <laughs> Jason's actually a Transformer. It's called, it's like, fuck, I can't be Shockwave. That's a Nazi zombie boat movie, but that's a different Transformer. Fuck. Anyway, thought I was on to something. Oh, my God. So Clay, he goes and runs into, you get the scene where he's got to run into the local authority. He's like, we tried our best to find your sister, but there's no sign of her. He's like, well, did you go to the camp? Yeah, there's no sign of her. It's like, no, we just didn't want to go to the camp because we know there's a fucking scary man there. Well, Doesn't he remind you a little bit of the sheriff from part six, but nowhere near as cool? Yeah, because part six was the one who had the deputy was like, who had the gun was like, you bang. (laughs) Wherever the red dot goes, you bang. You bang. Wherever the red dot goes, you bang. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, part yeah. Six. That's, that's the movie. That's the great movie. movie. I love that movie. So the we then, it, so yeah, it's a very dramatic scene between these two, and pretty much the the sheriff just wants him to get the hell out. Yep, we then cool. go back to the group who shows up to this cabin. It's not a goddamn cabin. This is a goddamn mansion. I'm. Is a, dude, dude, you wouldn't. I'm. I don't know. The cabins we have here are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I believe this is a cabin. <laughs> <laughs> so Clay, we get more terrible dialogue between all these characters. It's just horrendous. I tried to remember some of the things they said just to repeat them, but I just they like I didn't want to keep them in my head because they were so bad. I remember the bong, like the talk about the bong. I don't remember. Oh, the, the one name. where like he opens the case with the two bongs, and the 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 friend there it's is like, just like talking to it. He's like, "Oh my baby, or oh my yeah, baby, something like that." Like, oh my lord! He's like, "She said you were cheating on her, so you using a bowl." Like, oh. <laughs> I don't know some shit like that. Clay pays uh pays a visit to the lovely old woman because we have to have that like creepy old woman who lives near the camp who knows things but won't say much with the scary yep. dog and. Yeah, he, he pretty much is talking about how he's looking for his sister. She's like, she's dead. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, if she went to the camp, she's dead. And you guys need to leave cool. him alone. He's like, who was he? And she's like, bye. And she just disappears into yeah. the house. Fades into the ether and you never <laughs> see her again. But it's a good kid. I like that, though, because it makes sense. She's like, tourists don't know. Tourists don't know where they shouldn't go. Yeah. Right. So the locals know they're like, just don't fucking go there. Just, just don't leave it alone. go there. Yeah. But I like the fact that like locals know that he exists or at least yeah. the, there is, a, there might be somebody there because, you know, maybe there's things that they did, but it's just like kept quiet. I feel like that's exactly how the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake kind of portrayed uh, the family in that where like they knew that this family existed. They just were like, yeah, we just ignore it unless yep, yep. people get out. We know where to go, where not to go, and we yeah. just keep to ourselves. 
We get more cabin BS, which I literally didn't write down anything else because it's just all awful. Yep. And then we meet the uh, the redneck guy in the barn who is just just wonderful. They're not the right people, dude. I was like, oh my god. I was. We got in the scene. I was like, this fucking guy. This guy. He. Of course, he's using a wood chipper. And my wife's so funny. She sees the guy using the wood chipper. She's like, somebody's going to die from a wood chipper. I'm like, oh, it's like you've seen these type of movies before. Oh, no. Foreshadowing. Make, I got a question. Did she make it through the whole thing? Yeah. She actually made me pause it because she had to put my son to bed. Again, she made, hey, she made me pause it when good. she put my son to bed. That means she was invested enough for that. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're liking this? She's like, I got to know how, how it ends. <laughs> Hey, it's better than just being like, just keep it going. I'll be better. Yeah, yeah I'm not interested. <laughs> uh, we've, we've done that. I've had that happen. I was like, dear, just keep it rolling. <laughs> just it's fine. Keep it going. That's how you guys were with the Grinch. I know. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. A little bit. So, yeah, he has. loved it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> just Go listen just to our Grinch episode where they talk about how much they love the Grinch. Me and Darren will talk about, it, like, dude, this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so. Yeah, they meet this guy, or Clay meets this guy. They talk, ask about uh, his sister. He said, no, I haven't seen anything. And then he asked, he's like, hey, 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 you want to buy some weed? I found a whole patch of it down there. There, like, this nah, guy. Good. He's like, you sure? You sure? I, I love his first line of dialogue, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember exactly. Whoa, Stretch. You just about got you just got just about fired up an, an ass whooping machine. I was like, what? I was like, excuse me. Even even he's like takes a second. He's like, whatever. Fucking idiot. So then we're back at the cabin. Trent lets knock off Dak Shepard uh, drive his car like an idiot to go down to the lake with his uh, with his girlfriend. And I'm a boat. yeah, I love like Dan as a car guy. Is this truck really going to be doing this down this road? If you had enough speed, you could probably get a little bit of air depending on the thing. But my biggest hang-up was like, why the fuck are people this disrespectful? <laughs> that was my biggest hang-up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But also, there wasn't a lot of clearance on the side. Like, it was like trees and then a path. Yeah, I no, like, you no. Take, you take one little bad turn there. You're going straight into a tree at like you go too hard miles an hour. It just decides yeah. to hook you to the yeah. left. And like, oh. That's a big-ass vehicle. Mm-hmm. No bueno. And of course, he's, I mean, this guy's looking to get laid, as is any, every single man other than Clay in this movie. And also, let's just go yeah, over. Clay's too busy wanting to fuck his sister, so it's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking Whoa. about the wood chipper guy. I got confused. I was like, I'm just kidding. Just, I was like, wait, what, what movie from? did you watch? I'm just kidding. I just, no. <laughs> Damn it. Bro, uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> what do you got there? What book you got there? Uh, it's called Bro- Brother Sister. What's it about? Uh, like, is it like a crime fighting duo? It's it's about a brother and sister, and they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> some comedic, some sketch I watched online. Carry on. No one's gonna get that. Oh lord, only me. That was for me. So 100%. let's go over the. Uh, so there are three women. <laughs> And four men in this group, four right? Men. Right? There's four four guys, right? There's Chewy. There's his friend Lawrence. Lawrence. There's Arabia. <laughs> yep. Uh there's knockoff Dak Shepard. And <laughs> and Trent. 
so four, right? And then there's three yeah. girls. And you're like, that doesn't add up. Uh, so uh, Trent is with Jenna. At least you think so. We'll get to that part. Don't spoil that because that is that's all part of the craziness that has nothing to do with anything else. Angry. Yeah. So Clay shows up to Trent's cabin. And of course, like because of the whole interaction they had before, like Trent's just a piece of shit and is like, fuck this guy. Why is he in my house? He's like, he's trying to look for his sister douchebag. Shut the fuck up. But also just offered him a coming to get a drink. Yeah. Do you want a drink? But also you get like mixed signals on how Trent really is because like Trent and Jenna talk outside and it's kind of a normal conversation where they're like, Hey, you want to go hiking and blah, blah, blah. And it's like a normal thing. And then Trent just goes back to being a piece of garbage. Yep. Uh, and, uh, he, yeah, he sucks. He pretty much kicks clay out, but Jenna's like, you know what? I'm just going to go help you. And he, she doesn't tell Trent. So like, she's just, she's just like, I'm going to go help you find your sister. He's like, okay. Uh, we then go back to the redneck guy who is he he's coming back to his barn with a, a bag full of weed that he picked from the, the field that he found. And then, of course, the size he, of this bud. Yep. <clears throat> oh, it's fucking massive. And then he opens up the hustler. We get, of course, we have to see the inside because we don't know what's inside of a hustler. No. I hope the girl, Articles. I hope the woman Articles. who was part of that picture got some compensation for being in this movie. Like, you used my image. <laughs> I hope so. You have to pay for likeness, man. Yeah. He hears something, so he goes to investigate. Oh, oh, well, he licks the magazine, by the way, which is just weird. Talks dirty to it. Oh, he talks dirty to it and then, like, licks it in the place that, oh, Jesus Christ. And that's about it. And then he goes in search of whatever made that noise. <laughs> oh, tits. Somebody's getting the kerosene again. And at first you think, oh, is that Jason underneath that tarp? No, it's a mannequin that somehow you find out he fucks. And you're like, it took his virginity. God, this character is terrible. And it, the only reason this character exists is for one thing. So Jason shows up with his mask and gets into a tussle with him. He kill, ends up killing him. And the man rips his sack. And his the sack on his face, guys. And not his ball sack. Yeah, not, yeah, not, not <laughs> that sack. Amused. Jason's immune to that. Like, his testicles, like, you kick him in the nuts, you'd break your foot. Like, yeah. he's, <laughs> like he could just take he's, it, dude. He's armored up. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't... Diamonds, I'm bro. not a fan Diamonds. of his of his mask, like, origin in this movie. The fact of, like, my sack ripped. Oh, conveniently, underneath where I just looked at my ripped mask, uh, there's a hockey mask there. But it made more sense later in the movie. Yeah, as I was like, oh. find the, ho- the, the other hockey stick thing. Yeah, but we get the joke. Oh, it completes mm. your outfit. I was like, eh, he's not wrong. Yeah. So yeah. There's riding in here occasionally. So we get Jason. He also knows how to look himself in the mirror because he puts on the mask. He's like, do I look good? Do I look good? Do I look good? Yes, I do. It, and he moves on. It, it, girl, you need to work it. <laughs> no, anyway, no, but I mean, it shows that he's still human, though. Like, he's, I mean, even though he fucking kills people and is obviously either conditioned to do so, like, he's still a fucking person. He's still, he's still just a guy. It's a dude, bro. Yeah. Dude, bro. I don't like the way you treated that magazine, you cocksucker. And he kills that goofy dude. And the mannequin. And the mannequin. Gina's mine, damn it. <laughs> so. 
Clay and Jenna are walking through the woods, and Clay gives a little background of between about him and his sister and the fact that you know the whole thing of of her take care of the mom. The mom ended up dying. It was weird that she didn't come to the funeral, and that's kind of what worried him. And so that's what made him come back and search for her. Well, the one thing during this whole conversation with Clay and Whitney is like Clay's not afraid to be like, yeah, it's kind of a piece of shit because I wasn't there either when yeah. I was supposed to be. Yeah, he, he's 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 like like he doesn't give a shit. He's like, I'll admit to my problem, my faults. Yeah. So we then get some topless wakeboarding because we didn't have enough boobs as is. <laughs> yep. And uh, so, yeah, so that's happening. Oh, wait, there's more. Yeah. And of course, knock off Dak Shepard. He's like, yeah, until he turns and a freaking arrow shoots through his head. And you're like, what? That's cool, dude. <laughs> that's a that's really a cool. hell of a shot, yeah. dude. Right to the back of his head. I just like, though, where he, like, he gets shot and it's not just him falling forward. He literally turns like, oh. <laughs> and then. And this was the thing that pissed me off. So, of course, she falls off. So he's going to turn around to bring the boat back to her. And she sees the boats going straight at you. I don't care if your boyfriend was shot in the face with an arrow or not. You might want to swim out of the way of the boat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is a smart thing to do. No, instead she just sits there like, what is that? In the face. You're like, thunk. In the face. In the face. In the face. And yeah, Jason is just a pristine sharpshooter with that bow and arrow. 100% Hundred percent with that shot. He's, got, he's only got one good eye, dude. I know. He's really good. He nails it. And this is what this is what makes me think that he hunts animals. Because oh, 100%. Of good of a fucking shot. Yeah, he's yeah, just 100%. like. Poof. Yeah. I imagine Jason just sitting. I can imagine Jason sitting on the dock, just going fishing, catch some fish. It'd be dude. You know what? Quietest fucking afternoon. Oh, Because he wouldn't say shit. Yeah, he doesn't even breathe. He doesn't respirate. Apparently, doesn't fart. He just no noises whatsoever. He's trained his body probably to be one hundred percent silent. Probably reeks so. though. He's probably one smelly guy, like a hat full of assholes. But you get the really cool scene where the the girlfriend is kind of floating in the water and she sees him on the shore. Yes, I like that. Yeah, where she like what are you talking about? Where she sees him up there? Yeah, and she's just like, "What do you want from me?" So originally, I guess the original. Uh, death for her was she was going to drown like she was just going to like get tired from waiting because she sees him and he never leaves he just sits there so she like can't get to shore because she knows she's afraid he's going to get her and he she just ends up drowning I like her but we needed more boobs I will say I do I do like her kill in this movie but the fact of, I didn't realize that was her original intended death. I actually think it was really cool that he would just like, I'm just going to wait you out. Yeah. I got like he's that, de- he's that determined. He's like, ain't no watch on this wrist. I got nowhere to go. You know, he's like, this is my fucking swamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we go oh, back. Fuck what? <laughs> we go back to Clay and Jenna as they find Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, we then are uh, that that's it. Then we jump back and the girl gets under the dock and you get that really eerie scene. This kind of uh, this is a, a shot that's later used in a Terminator movie. It's a Terminator movie. Of course, we covered in um, Genesis because there's a scene where uh, J- Sarah Connor has to hide from the Terminator. Yeah. 
But of course, she's under there hiding from Jason, and Jason gets the cool machete kill where he gets her on the top of the head, and of course, has to pull her up just enough so you oh. see her boobas. <laughs> it's so, I, titties aside, the whole scene is just like, yeah, he pulls really cool. her up and she yeah. comes with it. That's so cool. Uh, but uh, he's like, but even then, like, even when he's walking on the dock, it's just like, yeah, it's not like you hear like boom, boom. It's like you just look up. She just looks up and she just sees him. I love how he's just trained himself just to like fucking step like lightly. It's so fucking. He's cool, wearing dude. some big ass boots and he's just a big I ass know, man, dude. Yeah. Like, damn, he carries himself very well. <laughs> so Clay and Jenna explore the camp, and it got dark really fast. But then I realized in the prior scene it was kind of dusk. It was kind of getting dark. Like when he yeah, yeah. ends up killing that girl, so that kind of makes a lot, a lot more sense. They uh, hear somebody in the distance, so they hide underneath the canoes, and they see Jason carrying. Um, he's doing his extracurricular activities, carrying some dead bodies, you know, like normal people who live in the woods do. Uh, just kidding. <clears throat> uh, they run. Or I love to see where he actually like hears something, so he goes over. And rips all the freaking canoes down, but they end up hiding over on another behind something else. Well, no, no it's actually because he sees his bag. Oh, yeah. yeah. He says, Lie down. He's like, This shit ain't supposed to like, be here. I, I haven't seen that before. That's why, that's why it's like, he's like, That's why it's moments like that where he's like, He's clearly pissed off. He's like, This isn't, this isn't right. So they go running and they trip What's over like a lot. Oh, they ask, which is so cool. Like, this, it just shows how. Jason's so scary in this movie. <laughs> he's so I think he's scary. The one that's been, I think he's the one that's been stealing the kerosene. Oh, yeah, when the, they talk the, about the boat. Uh, yeah, no, no, not the boat. It was, it was earlier. It was with the, the crazy hillbilly dude that he kills because he says, so-and-so says you've been somebody's been stealing kerosene. I think it's Jason because uh, it probably runs off a generator. He only yeah. flips it on when he needs it. Yeah. But yeah, it's really cool. He turns on the lights to try to see, and they end up running. <laughs> And they trip over a line, which turns out to be like a bell in this like cavern. And oh my God, it's Whitney. She's there. She's not dead. And of course, she's trying to yell. Nobody can hear her. And Jason then drops down to his lair. And he then has like a flashback to like back when he was a kid and he finds his mom's body and stuff like that. And he goes in like a fit, starts throwing things around. And then he, I don't know, this is part of, I don't know if you guys saw this scene, but when he sharpens his machete. No, 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 this wasn't in the movie. <clears throat> Not the one we watched. Yeah. So yeah, he, he sits down, he's got a wheel, like a big rock wheel that he manually spins and sharpens his machete. And it's a really, it's a, like, like, I like that little addition. Yeah, I don't know. Never mind. I don't know. Nothing. But no, no, I didn't realize that, which makes sense because he keeps it like, pristine and i like his like series of tunnels he has yeah that like where he can stay hidden and all that shit and it's just and I, I, here's another thing when he gets mad at the boats i think it kind of i think this is kind of a representation of how intelligent he is because when he gets mad at the boats because he sees the, the the bag and he starts yeah. knocking the boats out and doesn't see anybody and he kind of like waits for a second and he picks up the body and he grabs the backpack and just walks and off. Just continues I don't think it's a, what he was doing. I don't think it's a matter of like, oh, there's nobody here. No, I think he's like, yeah, there's gonna they're I'll gonna come him. out sometime. I'm gonna find, find him. him. I'm gonna hear him. Yeah. If he's yeah. as much of a survivalist, he's like, I got a bag. I got something in theirs. I could probably find them. Yep. So Jason 
tra- ends up, or Whitney figures out that Clay's looking for her because he has the backpack. He throws the backpack yeah. like near her. She discovers it's Clay's. So she's like, oh, hopeful. Jason tracks Clay and Jenna back to the house. And uh, this is when uh, Whitney gets, and this was another scene you probably didn't see. Whitney escapes. She actually uh, undoes the lock and she escapes her uh, the tunnels and runs to the cabin. No. Interesting. <clears throat> yep. So we then go back to the cabin where there's more just wonderful bullshit. You get uh, Chewy who he's trying to flirt with Brie, I think her name is. And yeah. he's doing the fire shot. And she asks him if he knows how to do it. And unfortunately, he burns himself and he kind of like falls back yeah. into a chair and breaks it. And Trent gets pissed because it's a fairly er- family heirloom. I, I will. I was looking at her. I was watching her. And like when I first seen this movie, I was like, oh, she did that shit on purpose. But if you look at her expression, it does not look like she intended the whole burning of the mouth thing to happen. No. So I just, yeah, I think she was messing her. with him. I think she was trying yeah. to lead him on for nothing to happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think she intended to hurt the guy or anything like that. I don't think. And uh, after that, Bree just casually brings Trent upstairs in front of everybody. Like everyone knows that Bree and Trent are. Ba- I'm like, wait, isn't Trent with Jenna? Like, I'm so confused. Yeah. And they're not hiding it. They go into the room, and this is the most absurd sex scene I've ever seen in a movie, ever. Trent is saying the weirdest fucking things to this girl, compromi- complimenting her boobs in the weirdest way possible, like stupendous. Their like nipple, nipple, nipple placement. placement is great. They're symmetrical. Yeah, exactly. I was like, your symmetry's good. I was like, dude, I'm like, what, the fuck? what kind dude, of dude? Are you a plastic surgeon or something? What is going on? And it goes on for so nipple. long. Like, am I watching softcore porn? Because it's mean, pretty much you see pretty much everything. And um, so because Whitney escapes in the in the cut I watched. She actually gets up to the window where the sex is happening and she tries to alert. But right as she's about to hit the window, Jason comes from behind her and and snags her again. So I feel like that was one of those things that just didn't need to be in it because it didn't really kind of do anything for the story. Yeah, Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So regardless, it just plays out the same. Exactly. It's just Jason outside the window in the standard cut later. So this is another very confusing thing as... Clay and Jen, I understand. So Clay and Jenna, they see a very traumatic thing. They see dead bodies. So maybe I'm just kind of giving Jenna the benefit of the doubt uh, is that there's more pressing matters to attend to other than the fact that her boyfriend is not so secretly banging out some other girl in a room that she can clearly hear it happening. She's not reacting Mm -hmm. to it. She's not going, oh, Trent. What the fuck? Like, she is literally just like, hey, get out here. Stop banging. Not me. Come out yep. here. And then it says she's just like, I was like, here in a second. What is yeah, going like, on? on? No, at like, first, what? at first he tells her to shut up. Yeah. He yeah. says, shut up. Go away. I'm almost done. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. This boys is so fucking weird in the show, dude. <laughs> this is so awkward, man. And uh, yeah, so that, that, yeah, that was, that was weird. And then Jason, yeah, and Jason's not a fan of it either. He just. <laughs> he's outside the window. He's like, these motherfuckers. He's like, he's like, this is why I kill people who have sex. It's all it makes me sick. Disgusting. 
So Chewie goes out to the shed. I can't remember why, but he goes he broke out. The chair. That's right. So he's it. gonna fix it. He tells him he's gonna fix it. So he goes out to the shed to find thing to find something to fix it with, and he finds a bunch of crap in the shed. And he's like, "Well, this is what poor people would live in." Because the yeah, shed is the house. massive. It's, yeah, the yeah. shed. Yeah, yeah. It's like this it's, is as big as a fucking house. Yeah. He is messing around with stuff. Of course, then he finds a hockey stick, which then he turns around and runs into Jason. He's like, "Ooh, here you go." Just completes your uh your your outfit. And then Jason I thought it was funny. It's stupid, yeah. but I thought it was funny. And then Jason stabs him in the neck with a screwdriver and throws him just throws him around. Right through the Oh yeah. All the all the sensitive areas. So the actor who plays Chewie, Aaron Yo, he had an aptectomy like within the time of shooting. So it was very fresh. Uh, and so they were like, you know, we'll get a stunt man to do your, to do like the stunts. And he's like, no, I want to do them. <laughs> so Derek Mears is like, oh. what? <laughs> it's like, this dude was dedicated. Damn. But I heard he was, Derek was great to work with. Like he oh, was yeah. really concerned about all the other actors. Yeah, yeah. Super nice guy. Like, I like him. So Jason snags oh this is so Chewie gets killed while the the crazy sex stuff is happening uh Jason snags Whitney and then the sex finally ends after like 17 minutes so not up not I'm sorry she's like I'm close and he's like me too and then they're like okay I'm done it's like I'm like what and she's pregnant Like, did you see that they actually had to show a see a shot where it shows a condom on the floor like he didn't put one on? I was yeah. like, did they? I know it was yeah. no, as they're going I, I as they missed. go upstairs before they start doing it. They literally show a quick shot of a condom, like a thing of a, a, a string of condoms on the floor. Like he's not gonna wear one, and then yep. he you know does the thing that gets girls pregnant. So the born daddy. Well, so Lawrence uh-huh. is he's he's hitting that bong real hard, and uh, he goes in search. Thing? Yeah, and then when everything's going on, and and Clay and Jenna come back, he's like, "Oh, I gotta go find Chewie." You know, he's if I'm he's a out boy, there. yeah, armed with a walk and a fucking fire fireplace prod. <laughs> yep, he goes, which which that's racist, awesome, by the which way. is which is awesome that they use that later what? not the 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 poker yeah okay so yeah he goes into the shed he finds his body and then of course uh, at first lawrence is able to like somewhat get away from him until jason's like i got he stabs, him in, the fucking, he stabs him in the leg gets jason like right yeah, in the he gets leg. him right in like the like ankle leg area like pretty close that's what I'm talking about. Because then Lawrence runs off, and then Jason comes chasing after him. He's like knocking fucking shelves over. Yeah, he's, he's pissed. Oh, he's, he's like so mad, and he axe. ends up grabbing the axe, and axe throws it two hands. Dude, so, it's so good, fucking awesome, dude. And to be honest, this scene is kind of is is pretty scary because it's one of those things where like all the friends can hear him outside, like "Help me, I can't move my legs. Help me!" And they're all like. We can't go out there. It's too dangerous. It's a it's a it's a trap. Like it's literally Jason lets the lets Lawrence live for just long enough 
to try to see if you anybody's going to come out and rescue him. Do you know what I was thinking of this entire scene? Oh my god, he's still alive. Mr. Udesky! <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Udesky! Mr. Udesky! <laughs> yeah, and then he comes in and he takes the axe out and he's dead. <laughs> it's the There's same thing. This is Jason Voorhees. He was in Jurassic Park yeah. 3 the whole time. Fuck! Oh my god, so good. I'm glad we can get some JP3 references in here. <laughs> I know, dude! It's like, oh my god! They set up a trap. Oh, it's so good. So, and then we get this, how did Jason get on the roof so fast? He's just perched there like Batman, ready to save Gotham. (laughs) It's great, though. It's a great shot. So they are wandering around the dark house by themselves. You got Brie who just goes off by herself. Trent goes off by himself. I'm like, why is everybody going off by themselves when there's a scary man outside? Probably should stay together. And what is Brie going to do? She's she's not even wearing anything. She's wearing a fucking dress shirt. Why is it always a dress shirt? Why did Trent have a dress shirt? Or is that his dad's? Probably his dad's. All right. That's weird. It's going to suck for his mom when she's like, why does your dress shirt smell like another woman? Problems. Just a little. It's going to smell like something else. So we get a scene that (laughs) is later on used in Halloween Ends where she opens up the shower curtain and Jason is behind her, grabs her, kind of chokes her a little bit and then we get a silent night deadly night shout out where he hangs her on the um the it's antlers like horn, it's like yeah it's like towel hanger horn uh, antlers yeah. thing. but it's very reminiscent to the one of the kills of silent night deadly night but <clears throat> you know her boobs are in her shirt unlike that movie where boobies were hello i'm surprised that that didn't happen linnea quiz really yeah. liked to show her boobs in movies so not surprising Fair enough. gotta do what you gotta do and uh, so they called the cops. The That sheriff shows up and boy, does he last a whole two seconds because Jason <laughs> drops down like a fucking it, he comes down like Batman like, and then just shoves that poker through his eye, which is such a great shot through his eye, which then it pans through the door. It yep. almost gets Jenna. You're like, damn. So Trent is a complete idiot and the thing grabs is, is he just he grabs a gun and he just starts shooting. Anytime he hears yeah. a noise, he shoots. So when he shoots the door and he hears a thud, he opens up the door and notices that it's Bree. And I think his idea was, I killed Bree, but I'm going to make it. I'm just going to say, oh, yeah. he killed Bree because he was very nonchalant about going. He killed Bree. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, if you look at her, because obviously she got stuck in the back. But when she's on the ground, you can see a few bullet holes through. Her. Yeah. Even though it wouldn't be it wouldn't just so everybody knows it wouldn't look that way. Those are exit wounds. They'd be much larger than that. So they get outside. Trent gets into the police car to try to call for help, and Bree's body gets tossed out the window on top of the car, which I think is a shout out to part four. Yes, I think it's a reference to one of the old movies, or it's a Batman reference. It's one I, I think it's I think it's a kill from part four. Okay, it, I fi- I'm I'm trying to like quickly go through all the kills in the first because this reference is just the first four Fridays before he becomes yeah. a zombie. So and an, and an ambulance driver. But that was a different <laughs> guy. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Trent screams like a little bitch and then they run away. Uh, Trent loses the gun. He tries to find it, but then he's like, fuck this. I'm out of here. And then almost so gets hit by a car. 
he which is a tow truck which you at first think is jason you're like damn jason knows how to drive now like this shit's crazy but no it's just an old man driving a tow truck because jason comes from behind and shoves the uh, knife through the machete through trent and then grabs it and kind of like saws him to like get him good and then like turns him around and throws him on the spike on the back of the uh the tow truck. What's this? The tow truck driver just drives away. Yeah. He sees it. He's like, oh, shit. Oh. Smart guy. Smart guy. We didn't get the sawing on, in our cut. It was just stab, out, lift, bike. Like, yeah, he literally it. stabs him and then kind of like shakes him. So it kind of like completely mm. destroys his yeah. torso. Um, no, the old man, the way, I mean, it's obviously not the same guy, but he reminded me, like visually reminded me of uh, the crazy old guy in the first two movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that oh. guy kind of had the same look. Oh, Ralph, yeah, crazy Ralph? Ralph, yeah. You do. So Clay and Emma, they go back to the camp, and uh, I'm glad that Emma changed her clothing because to more, you know, something that probably is easier to run away from giant killers. Because she was wearing like a tank top and a skirt, and she changed into jeans and a a jacket or something. So I was like, there you go. Another thing is, uh, I don't know if you pointed it out. I was having a moment, but um, you mentioned when they, when everybody took off because uh, Clay and whatever her fucking name is, Jen, uh, Jenna, Jenna, Clay and Jenna ran separate from Trent. And well, before they did, they checked the cop and all of his, his, his firearm and everything was missing and all the keys were gone from all the vehicles. Mm. So Jason has been gone through and like, you ain't using this shit. Takes it. Another little touch. Love it. <clears throat> so they find the hatch that brings you down to Jason's lair and that's when they hear Whitney because Whitney hears it so she starts to yell and they're like oh shit and this is where you see some easter eggs that kind of shout out some other Friday movies like the wheelchair from part 2 the guy who gets the guy who gets killed in the wheelchair in part two gets knocked down the stairs there's some <laughs> other job. easter eggs i didn't get them all but it, it, there's a lot of shout outs to those first four friday movies and uh that's when jason shows i love how they always show him entering his lair like he just dropping down like a fucking beast this fucking shop dude yeah. he can be as loud as he wants in there and yeah and of course it's right as clay gets whitney free when he shows up so they're running through they find a way to escape, but no, Jenna, not you. Did you? Were you guys surprised when you first watched yeah. this movie for the first time? Oh, you were yeah. like, Jenna, what? Yeah, yeah. It's not expecting her to get off right here. No, I, she definitely was a final girl material to me. Yeah, but I guess you should give it to the the woman who's been held captive by Jason for a month and a half. So we then get our first bout between Jason and Clay. They fight on like so the hatch goes into like an old school bus that's in the woods yeah. and so jason and clay fight on top of the school bus and whitney kind of hides you know inside but she thinks that clay died she thinks that jason gets the upper hand so jason comes in and she hides from him and then she gets the upper hand on him knocking him kind of into the back into the hatchway but then clay's back you're like oh shit he didn't die and now it's raining because it has to rain in these movies. Texas Chainsaw Massacre did the same thing. It was fine the whole fucking time. And then that final scene is fucking rain. <laughs> yep. So the final showdown is at the barn. At the Rednecks barn. Well, it's not technically his. It was the guy who he works for. 
yeah property owner and i love what he tells her to hide and she just goes two feet and hides behind a couple barrels clearly still in plain sight but whatever we get the window grab shout out from part yes, two part or no part, well i guess part yeah four. part two part four part two had yeah, the same thinking, same thing yeah too. yeah i was thinking of uh cory feldman yeah yeah yeah. That that's, actually makes that's the sense. scene that grabbed me more yep so he does the window grab on clay and then he you know it, to be honest it's a pretty even fight like they're actually you know kind of going back and forth then jason is uh gets the upper hand and tries to feed clay into the wood chipper and we get uh a another shout out this is from part two where whitney yep. comes out and is like jason it's okay pretty much trying to be his mom yep. uh showing the locket and everything which distracts jason long enough for clay to get a chain around his neck put the fucking bear trap on his back and then yeah. wraps the chain from it on. yeah about i, I, I want to say i think i think amanda here who played whitney did a did a good job of that scene but I think the girl who in the second one in the original oh, yeah. version did better. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. And then she, and then he throws the chain into the wood chipper, which then constantly would chew. I don't know if this would actually do, would do this. Um, but yeah, the chain starts to get eaten and it shows Jason trying to fight the whole thing. And to the point where she gets his machete and he's like, Hey Jason, say hi to mommy in hell and stabs him. And then that's when he kind of flops over and then you see like the back of his head start getting shooed up by the, uh, by the wood chipper. I then, actually think the way this, oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I'd say the way this would work is the chain would probably, I see, I think it's trying to imply that the chain is feeding through, but more than likely with the slack of the chain would just wrap to the point that it would eventually stop, stop the machine. It would just seize up. Yeah. <clears throat> that's what I think would happen. I don't, I don't, there was too much chain length. I think it would seize before it would actually get it to his head. Just got <clears throat> Yeah, you just got Jay. So yeah, so the chain, so Jason is dead. Quotations. Uh, and why the fuck are they bringing his body to the lake? Why would yeah, you just leave? Just, leave just get out of there. What exactly. are we doing? So yeah, they get, they take his body back to the lake, and they push him his body into the lake. They throw his mask in the lake, and then the the locket, and then of course we have to get a typical. Friday the 13th ending where it's about to end and Jason busts through the dock and grabs onto Whitney just like we get in pretty much the first four Friday movies and then it's mm -hmm. over. It's dumb. Yep. I did not like this. this the ending was yeah, the not ending was as strong. They should have just left. Yeah. But yeah, there it is. Friday the 13th from 2009. Ah, it's good to finally cover that one. That was one I've been yeah. looking forward to covering for a while, especially when it comes to this <clears throat> this huge franchise. We do have another Friday the 13th this year, so we'll have to, I mean, we got a long time before that happens, so we got some time to figure out what will be the next movie in the franchise we decide to do an entire episode on. So, um, I do have a thought. Yeah. So here's something, this is something I was thinking about while I was watching this. This may be a bad idea. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's stupid. But I was trying to think it, if they just did a reboot of this show of a Friday that just completely started over, right? Do it, do it like similar to this film where it's primarily Jason because that's what people want to see. I mean, the first one's classic. It's a nice twist, you know, that it was Mrs. Voorhees, blah, 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 whatever. But I thought instead of, say it's you get the flashback of all, you know, let's just say Jason 
almost drowns, but they don't say that. It could just be like, what you did to my son. Like, because we all know that he drowned. But they say he almost drowned, and it did something to him. Like, it changed him. You know, you lack of oxygen can damage the brain in certain ways, whatever. So he's not the same per- kid he was before. But her, she was still messed up to begin with, so she was a vengeful parent, tries to kill these people. She ends up getting not killed, but incapacitated, but still somehow gets away, right? And instead of it just Jason living by himself, be it Jason being raised by his handicapped mother that has manipulated him into being the way that he is, like to being a killer instead of it just being like, I like this angle, I like the survival angle, but more of like she's manipulated him instead of it just being like, he just being like, Oh, he drew, he drowned. Yeah. Change up, but somehow lived, but no, but he, but, but never in the movie, never stayed until you find out later that obviously he didn't drown. But, like, because that's all we always heard. He drowned and he died or whatever. But, like, no, just he almost drowned. It did brain damage of some kind to him. And he was just never the same. And he she just manipulated him into being a killer to get vengeance on anybody that came on their property, similar to this one, but have his mom still be a character in the film while he's around. But, again, her, have her be, like, disabled in some way because she got hurt during the fight with trying to kill camp counselors or whatever you know just something like something like that i don't know i thought it'd be an interesting angle they've never done before yeah that's it do you have any final thoughts before we get into our comments fucking awesome yeah this movie's great uh it's definitely top tier one of the best friday the 13th movies in my opinion uh yeah I, 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 with the best, this being the best comment ever, it would have been great even without the titties. So <laughs> I know that's what people came cut like. It's like a thing people like. It's a horror movie like the slashers. Like gotta have naked people, which I don't have a problem with. It's fine, but it would have been great without any. Of that, I mean, so. to be honest, the best Friday the Thirteenth doesn't have any doesn't nudity have. in it. Yep. So yep, exactly. And that would be part yes. six, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Carry on though. All right. Yeah, well, we got. Oh, sorry, oh. Angela. No, no, I, just said, I just said go watch it. Yes, go yep, watch go it. Watch also, it, wa- also watch this one as well, the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake by yes. the same director, which came out yes. six years before. It's another, in my opinion, great remake, uh, yep. which, to be honest, I think holds up pretty good to the original. All right, well, we got some comments. Uh, we got a couple on Twitter, and that's where we're going to start. Our first comment is from Silver Screen Savers. Which is pretty entertaining standalone that nails a lot of the slash elements and has a fittingly creepy visual style. But its characters are obnoxiously stupid, not in a good way, and the script doesn't really reach the level of camp that it's going for. I I'm fine that this movie was I I mean the characters were campy. That's why they were just so outrageous. But I feel I would I wouldn't mind a Friday the Thirteenth movie that was that didn't have any camp to it that was played on a serious note. Yeah, play it straight. Yeah. I like it. Thanks for the comment. Yeah. Our next one is from Fiori who says, fucking love the shit out of this movie. Love the cast. So much love that 2000s nostalgic taste. I remember nine years old. I watched this movie on a bootleg DVD. It just shows that Fiori is a little baby, little baby, nine years old. Little baby. Watch watch a baby. (laughs) He's like, man, look at all them titties. I'm nine years (laughs) old. I like them titties. Boobies. (laughs) (laughs) That's where milk comes from. (laughs) Oh my! God. <laughs> oh, really? I'm sorry. Go All right, go we're ahead, gonna go hop ahead. over to Instagram, and we got a couple over there. Our first one is from Zuf- uh, Zufoff, 
789 who said, saw this in theaters opening night, and it was the most fun theater experience I've ever had. Very cool. I didn't see a lot of horror movies in theaters when I was... I think the first horror movie I saw in theaters was The Ring 2, and it's not a good movie. And to be honest, I didn't really start going to see horror movies in theaters until I was probably in my <coughs> 20s. Like, I didn't... I just didn't see them a lot in theaters. It was mostly, you know, waiting for them to come out on DVD, and I'd buy them. I remember freaking rushing the, the first day Freddy vs. Jason came out on DVD, and the fact that my mom yep. let me buy it was pretty crazy. I was only 12 at the time. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, and our final comment is from our good pal Johnny Blue, who says, This was my first Friday the 13th movie. I was able to watch from start to finish. Still a favorite. Oh, good. Well, that's cool, Johnny. That's awesome. Is that? Very cool. It's great. So I'm glad we got a lot of positive comments, though I would have taken negative, like people, not negatives, but people who didn't agree. I would have taken those, you know, just to hear alternate opinions. But this movie's dog shit. Like, Boo. <laughs> Boo. Uh, but Boo yeah, words. thank you so much, everybody. Hope you all enjoyed this this episode. And uh, next week, we will be back to talk more Alien as we will be jumping into the second film of the franchise, which I just snagged, this beautiful Alien 6 film collection, uh, which has every single Alien movie that we're going to be covering. And that, you guys all know what the sequel is to Aliens, and that is, or Alien, which is the 1986 James Cameron-directed Aliens, which is gonna Aliens be fun. Is. Aliens is that's part three. That's, that's yeah, part that's three. the third. Aliens. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very excited to hop back into the Alien franchise, and uh, I'm excited for what we got going on for the rest of the month because we should have a guest for January, and uh, hopefully we'll be getting a guest on for early February. So got two guests nice. coming up. Hopefully, I'm not gonna announce who they are yet until we get the. Of course, I can't really announce until we have them <laughs> solid in the schedule but um but yeah uh i have been thinking about it in my head about the patreon about starting the patreon and it is happening this year as as we said we're probably i'm probably going to wait until probably mid february before we fully start it just because there's a lot of things going on um where it just makes more sense so i'll have a lot more time to work on some of that stuff and uh, we're going to be going over content that we want to do for it and all that stuff. So just keep an eye on the Twitter, on Instagram, all that stuff. But um, yeah, this was a lot of fun guys. I love talking about this franchise, even though it isn't one of my favorites when it comes to the slasher franchise, it's always fun to, to talk about uh, a Friday the 13th movie, especially when it is Friday the 13th. So I hope you all have a wonderful Friday the 13th. Yes. Go watch the Friday the 13th mm. because it's Friday the 13th. Yeah. Make sure to like it's like share and subscribe over on the YouTube. If you watch us, make sure to uh, leave us a review and write us a review over on any of the podcast services you listen to us on. Uh, have it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, any of those. If you can leave us a review, please do it. Leave us those five stars. It helps us get into more people's ears because that's what we want to do. And we're so close. To 10,000 downloads, I can smell it. I can smell it. It smells delicious. You can also get our merch. As you can see, I'm wearing a, our, our sweat. I never, I never shout out our merch. We don't have a lot of different styles of merch, but you can get sweatshirts, t-shirts, and other things over Her on shirts. our Tee Public store, which is in our link tree. Over, uh, you can go to Twitter or 
uh, Instagram or wherever. Uh, just click on our link tree and go to our merch store for all that fun stuff. You can find us at Dissect That Film on any of your favorite uh, social media sites. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. I'm going to be trying to put some more TikToks out there of clips from the shows as I do on Twitter and on Instagram. I don't know why I don't upload them to TikTok. It's just so much, and it's just me. Just remember, everybody, I do all the socials, so it's, it's hard to keep it all on track. I try my best for all of you, and I appreciate every single one of you who shares the show and listens to us because you yes. make the show continue. But next week, we'll be back for Aliens. I'm very excited. We might even have a guest for that one. Um, not part of the other guests that we were talking about, but uh, we might have somebody join us for, for next week. And uh, yeah, that's that. So until next time, everybody, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. We are Dissect That Film, and this has been the Dissect That Film podcast, episode 88. We'll see you all again next time. And make sure, don't go to the camp. There's a man who lives there. Leave him alone. Yeah, stay off his swamp. <laughs> Get out of my swamp. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>